You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers Tuesday edition. Nick Winkler jumping up a day as it's been the case this offseason. We've had Nick on Tuesday instead of Wednesday. I don't know why. That's just the way things have gone for my week and Nick is is kind enough to come on whenever I really need him to so I always appreciate that Nick Winkler my weekly guest joining me today on this Winky Tuesday we're going to talk about the latest with Carson Wentz and Sam Darnold as potential future 49ers the rumors are out there so we'll get into that and see if any of those players make sense for San Francisco or if it should be just the Jimmy G show once Again, and of course, we'll fill the rest of the time with your questions. And uh, I know a lot of times there's not a lot of time left over, but this time I promise there will be time and we will get to some mailbag questions on today's episode. At BD Peacock on Twitter is where you can find me. You can also email the show, LockedOn49ers, at Gmail. Twitter's better, though. Tweet me if you want to get on the show with one of your questions. Now, let's bring on today's guest. Nicholas Winkler, come on down! Nick, my man, I just promised the listeners that they were going to have their questions read on this Ooh. program. So you got to keep bold. it short. I can't promise that. You know me. <laughs> I just talk and talk and talk. A bunch of nonsense. And yeah, you mentioned Tweet You is the best way to get on the show. Tweet both of oh, us. Yes. You'll probably and get on the, the Winky Show. Yeah. If you tag Nick, then I'll know that you want to get on the show with him. That is at Bay Area Wink. And I've got to ask you about the Super Bowl, Nick. What do you think? Tom Brady, number seven, grew up in the in the shadow of Candlestick Oof. Park, wanted to be a 49er this offseason. The 49ers traded out of the spot that uh, another Super Bowl champion, the first-timer in Tristan Wirfs, right tackle. Niners needed a tackle. They decided to trade for Trent Williams instead, and they moved back one spot with Tampa Bay and uh, and drafted another player that, that I'm fine with. I think he's a really good player. wasn't exactly the route I would have taken in the draft, but it's not to say the 49ers are bad or made the wrong choices. In hindsight, though, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers looks like they made some wise choices, right? Yeah, I mean, anytime you win a championship, you know, you can be like, yep, we made all the right moves. <laughs> right. Look at us, pat ourselves on the back. But, yeah, I mean, you can't sit there as a 49er fan and not remember when the Niners were flirting with Tom Brady, you know, heading into the season. There's just that part of you that it just, it made so much sense at the time. You know, you're like, oh, he's a former 49er fan. Like, of course, but then, you know, he's just coming off of a Super Bowl loss, 13-3, and three, and Jimmy G had a great year, and you're like, uh, we don't need him. Uh, uh, so, yeah, there's that part of you that, you know, kind of kind of heartbreaks a little bit as you watch it. But, you know, if you're a football fan, like, that was that was fun to watch Tom Brady win another one because excellence in sports is, is what why we watch, right? It's why we mm-hmm. play sports. It's because we want to be the best at something, and, and it, he's proven time and time again that, that he is the best. And it's pretty funny because – you know, as, as the game's starting, you know, I'm watching it with my kids and my wife. And I was like, oh, are you rooting for anyone? I was like, no, you know, I, I'm I'm over the Super Bowl last year. Like, it was, you know, they they won. They they were the better team, blah, blah, blah. I can't, can't hate on the Chiefs. And every time the Bucks scored, I did, like, a different kind of cheer. Because after I watched, like, I really think you're rooting for the Bucks. It just sounds different <laughs> when they scored. I was like, yeah, there's probably something deep down in there that really wants me to, to watch the Chiefs get their butts kicked. And, and they did. It, it, was kind of fun. Were you like a lot of 49ers fans like pointing at the flag every time there was a flag thrown and say, where were those last year? <laughs> it's just like umps in baseball. It's the same thing. Like it's part of the game. 
You know, it's 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 something you got to deal with. And yeah, I mean, Twitter really blew up with a lot of that. And yeah, people were like, "Oh man, this is ring for Brady." And I wanted to be like, well, "Just you want to go back and look at last year?" Because I don't. But this is how it goes. Like sometimes, you know, the 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 refs make the right calls. Sometimes they make the bad calls. And we we've said it time and time again on this show. It, you can call holding on every play. You know, you can call pass interference on almost every play. Like they they chose to throw some flags this year. And, Maybe they didn't last year. And yeah, I'm not bitter. I'm not one of those guys that's going to sit here. And you, you, know, you got to go out and win the game. You got to deal with what's thrown at you. And and the Chiefs didn't do it. The Bucks won the Super Bowl, and and they deserved it. And Tom Brady's got seven more than any other franchise. It's it's amazing. Another thing I want to ask you about with the Super Bowl and a conversation with 49ers fans following that Buccaneers win and seeing how things went in the trenches in that game with. Uh, an extremely injured and opted out Kansas City Chiefs offensive line getting dominated up front, which was the biggest factor, in my opinion, in that game, GOAT aside, uh, including GOAT, actually. Um, and if Patrick right. Mahomes, I think a valiant effort there, some amazing incomplete passes. I mean, it's just ridiculous Oof. plays that guy can can make sometimes. I don't know how he can throw the ball on a line, on target, 30 yards while he's in midair, horizontal, and his wide receivers still can't catch the ball for him. So I, I mean, saw at was, least four drops. Like I mean, really, two face mask shots. Like, yeah, his his team definitely let him down. And the Buccaneers' defense was part of it, and the secondary played well, sure. and they got their hands on a lot of footballs too. So, congrats to the Bucs. They Very earned true. it, and they they definitely won that game. But now there's like a chicken or the egg argument going on with 49ers Twitter. Is it the offensive line you need to fix for San Francisco? Is it the quarterback? Uh, does the quarterback make the offensive line a little bit better? As witnessed by Patrick Mahomes, if you have a complete sieve of an offensive line, even the greatest quarterbacks can't operate. So so where do you land on there? Were there any big lessons to take away from this Super Bowl as far as it pertains how the 49ers should build their roster? Or was this stuff we already knew? Yeah, have a, the best quarterback you can have and protect him the best you can, right? Yeah, so, man, it just, it really makes me think re-sign Trent Williams. Like, that's the priority. You got to protect that blind side, especially. Like, that's that's where it's at for me. And, and you've got Bosa coming back. So, I don't think, I think he solves a lot of problems on that defensive line. Like, I don't think you really need to worry too much about that because you saw what they did to the Chiefs last year in the Super Bowl, right? I mean, they dominated it for three and a half quarters. And, uh, yeah, so for me, watching that game, it just, it reminds me yet again I, obviously, the 49ers got to do something at the quarterback position because their current quarterback can't stay on the football field. And if you don't have your left tackle either, then it's an even you know better uh, right. chance that he's going to miss some time. So for me, I think top priority in the offseason, even more so than going after a quarterback, is re-signing Trent Williams. Uh, the lesson to me was like, okay, don't lose your entire starting offensive line before the Super Bowl. That's probably that one. is a big one. I yeah, mean, that's not the offensive line that Kansas City started the season with or planned to have in that Super Bowl either. And it's not like the 49ers offensive line is at that level. And I talked about how right. the 49ers offensive line might have been even underrated as far as what 49ers fans think of it. And yeah, you got to have a good offensive line, got to have a good defensive line. By the way, you m- mentioned Nick, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa still had more pressures in last year's Super Bowl than a Shaq Barrett or Jason Pierre-Paul or anybody on the Buccaneers defensive line had in this game. I think Shaq Barrett had the most with eight pressures. Nick Bosa had 12 pressures last year, and that was with Eric Fisher starting at left tackle. So, right. I mean, imagine, I mean, and and I talked about this on the Peacock and Williamson podcast. By the way, you can download that wherever you found this pod daily talking about the league with Matt Williamson, former NFL scout daily on the network. Peacock and Williamson, check it out. Um what was I going to say? And now I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, and yeah, so when it comes to Nick Bosa and the pressure rate there, if 
Imagine if last year the Kansas City Chiefs didn't have one of their starting tackles, or Oof. both of them, or uh, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, who is in the medical field and opted out this year. And like, I mean, how the 49ers, they wouldn't have come back. There would been there no. would have been no wasp play, right? It would have looked a lot like this Super Bowl looked for Patrick Mahomes. So uh, th- there are a lot of circumstances and a lot of context in in what happened last year, what happened this year, and some fans say you got to fix the offensive line, you got to be good up front. Yes, you do have to be good up front, but also, what did the Buccaneers do to go from middle of the road team that was pretty good right. to Super Bowl team? They got a new quarterback, right? They got rid of a guy who set an NFL record for interceptions and brought in the greatest of all time. It's a it's <laughs> yeah. pretty easy math equation. Right. And uh, the the most, it, like, not only, I'm trying to think of what, it was like going from a rough and rowdy boxer to Bruce Lee, right? Death by a thousand right. paper cuts is Tom there Brady. And and even in this game, even more, the and I love the game plan. His yards per attempt were would have been lowest in the entire NFL if it was, you know, 16 games worth of that. I think it was, you know, a little over five yards per throw. It was just take what they can give you every single time, every single time, march down the field and score. And that's what needed to be done. That's not what always needs to be done in every game. But in this game, that's what worked. And Tom Brady can do that for you. So it's pretty amazing to see the difference in that team. Then And the core was the same as last year's Buccaneers. Yes, they did add a couple of good pieces, but Tom Brady was the big difference in that team. Yeah, I mean, you you talked about it, you know, what a difference it would have been for the 49ers last year if the tackle situation had been different, this or that. Like, that's the thing about winning Super Bowls and why people can't be like, oh, it's goat versus baby goat. It's like, well, the dude won one Super Bowl. You know, everybody was already, I, I the most people I saw, you know, were like, oh, Chiefs are going to win this thing easily. There's going to be Chiefs, Chiefs, yeah, Chiefs. And it's like, guys, every, you know, it, it's a team game and it's very hard to win two in a row. It doesn't happen very often. It's only happened a few times in the history of the league. Like, there's a reason that guys don't win, like, five or six Super Bowls. There's a reason Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. Is It's really hard to get all the way across this because so many factors go into this thing. And, yeah, you got you to gotta take advantage every time you get there. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, – hope- I like Debo uh, Samuel today being like, oh, they were lucky. Or maybe it was yesterday. They're lucky we weren't hurt this season like the rest of the league. Or they're lucky we were hurt. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean it's true. Lucky. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. It, it, you guys were unlucky, if anything right. else. Like, there's so much that goes into it that, yeah, you just got to hope that your team comes back and, and is healthy next year. And, and uh, obviously, that's what we're rooting for. And for me, again, it all comes back to, to protecting that quarterback, bringing in that left tackle. Let's... Resigning him. Okay, yeah. Trent Williams. I, I, I'll, and yeah, see, that that was already the case before we saw the Super Bowl, right? That was, right. That was number one in the offseason, number one in free agency. Sign Trent Williams, and then let's figure out the rest. So yeah, now that I'm we've got it. that figured out, I'm going to throw some names at you. You tell me yay or nay. You tell me thumbs up, thumbs down. We'll break down some of the possible future 49ers okay. that are hitting free agency that are available in trade next. The football season is over. There was endless amounts of fun and angles and ways to bet at bet online but that continues into the offseason there's nfl futures you can bet on next year's super bowl champion ncaa football champions nfl draft and of course the nhl and nba seasons are in full swing major league baseball coming back this spring it's nearly tourney time march madness just weeks away bet online even covers awards and uh, TV shows, reality TV, whatever. You can find a line for it at Bet Online. Real-time updated odds and props on just about anything you can imagine. 
Go to betonline.ag right now. Use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Promo code locked on to get that 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I'm going to talk some quarterbacks with you, Nick, but I want to start with this player, an interesting name that is going to hit the market. Patrick Peterson Ooh. is going to part ways with. The Arizona Cardinals, it is reported this offseason, so he will be available. And I want to go to 49ers MSU Lakers. Michigan State, is that what we're talking about? 49ers Michigan State Lakers. That's an odd combo of teams. I would like to hear the story behind that fandom. He Maybe says, it's Mississippi State. Oh, could be. Yeah, Mississippi State. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He says, I want your opinion on Patrick Peterson playing free safety and Jimmy playing strong safety. Jimmy Ward, not Jimmy Garoppolo. I was going to say, wait, wait a minute. What Jimmy we talking about here? Let's really Um, shake it up. Uh, So Patrick Peterson, aging Patrick Peterson, doesn't have the speed he once did. What do you think about a position swap there? Maybe Patrick Peterson, the safety for the 49ers this offseason. Yeah, I mean, if it's the right price, obviously you'd want to have Patrick Peterson, that kind of veteran leadership on your squad. He's always had a nose for the ball. You said it. He doesn't have the speed he once had. He's not that lockdown cover corner anymore. But yeah, I mean, if he's the kind of guy you can bring in, you're going to lose the the majority of your secondary probably here in the, the off season. So yeah, I'd be okay with it as long as, you know, they don't break the bank for it. Sure. Yeah. Price is a big thing. And I have a feeling that he's still going to be out of their price range, even if he's yeah. going to try to decide to become a safety. And here's the thing. If you're trying to turn a corner into a safety, then why isn't Richard Sherman still ahead of him as the sure. option to do that? Knowing the defense already, knowing how smart he is. And here's the other thing with Patrick Peterson you, you you might need him more at cornerback still than free safety. I, I think that might be a bigger hole uh, than than safety right now. And safety is something you can find later in the draft. I don't know if safety is where you're going to want to put free agent dollars and more resources this offseason aside from maybe a mid-round draft pick. Right. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Who Who is going to be the 49ers starting corners this year? I don't know. Maybe Patrick Peterson. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what he's looking for. Maybe he he won't want a safety job, and that's the only offers he's getting. And the 49ers are like, no, we'll give you. We did it with Sherman, you know, a little guy who doesn't quite have the speed. We think you can do it. Why not? All right, how about this one? A lot of talk recently about Sam Darnold that I think it was Jason Locke and Fora during the Super Bowl pregame show said the 49ers are very interested in Deshaun Watson and also have interest in Sam Darnold and that, Kyle Shanahan really likes Sam Darnold. What do you think the odds are? And look, I don't trust Jason Lock and Fora like I trust Ian Rappaport, and I don't trust either one of them like I trust Adam Schefter. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I said this yesterday. I'm on, I work on the, and a lot of people break stories, and sometimes they're right, sometimes they're not. I've got somebody else that I'm going to reference here in a second about a different quarterback. But until I hear Schefter say it, it's it's not real, right? Like that's kind of the way I operate <laughs> these days. Well, yeah, you, you'd have your drafts where you have tiers and stuff for each category. I think you have like rumor tiers too. And there's like a tier yes. three rumor. Yeah. Tier, yeah. It's like lock and four is a tier three rumor guy. Yeah. And, and where that, it's like, maybe, you know, if, if no other rumors are out there, like I might talk about it for a little bit, but I don't believe it. It's something we could chat about. Hey, I, I like Darnold. I, I think that would be, uh, I don't, I wouldn't call it an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously. Uh, just based on what he's done there, but the talent's there, you know, and, and the sky's the limit with a guy like that. And he's been in a pretty bad system there in New York. Um, yeah. I think again, price is right. Kind of thing. Like if you can get him for a good price and, and you know, you, you, you want to move on, you want to go younger. I'd be okay with them going after Sam Darnold. Sure. 
he did make a couple of really nice throws against the 49ers, but he's also got some really bad habits, turns the ball over too much. Mm-hmm. He's got a nice arm. He's athletic enough to do everything the 49ers want to do, get him out, and, and uh, he can make some plays on some you know, some secondary action plays. He can, he can uh, make, extend things. He can roll out and do all of those things the 49ers would need a quarterback to do. Can they fix him? Is he too broken? And is it worth giving up resources for a guy who's – you have to – you have to pick up his fifth-year option, which those are now guaranteed. They used to not be. They used to only be guaranteed for injuries, so you could still drop mm-hmm. a player after you picked up his option. He will start to get expensive on that fifth-year option. Or would you rather just go to the draft if you want a younger quarterback and have four or five years of a rookie contract instead of you know one or two years of a rookie contract? And then the question is, if is price? What what do you what do you, what would you give up? Let's say you're on right. the phone with. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm Joe Douglas. You're John Lynch, and we're on the phone. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, Sam Darnold's available. What's your offer? What would you offer for Sam Darnold? Jimmy Garoppolo. That's up? it. Take, okay. this, take his salary. Take Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll we'll take Sam Darnold. That we're cool, right? So the 49ers saving money, and the yeah. Jets can have a stopgap starter who knows Mike Lafleur's system, system and yep. implement that, and then they can still draft a guy at number two if they want. Who could be ready yeah. at some point? Then you've got Darnold and Rosen in your quarterback field. Maybe you bring in another, you know, free agent veteran, kind of push them all. Do you think the 49ers would run the risk of being worse at quarterback because their play on the uh, Darnold's play on the field, even though he's physically more impressive and he was drafted third overall for a reason out of USC in 2018, his performances mm-hmm. have not been there. Uh, is it coaching? You know, uh, there's, there's, Absolutely an opportunity for the 49ers to be worse if they did make that swap of Jimmy Garoppolo to Sam Darnold. And Kyle Shanahan was on record saying he would move on from Jimmy Garoppolo unless it was a clear upgrade. I'm not sure if Sam Darnold is that. Is it worth the the risk of getting a, a talented guy in and seeing what you have and the salary cap flexibility to go from Garoppolo to Darnold when there's a possibility you might also be getting worse? that's the end of it right there is the salary cap thing because yeah, they, they may not be getting better at that position, but maybe they get better as a team. If they do move on, you know, maybe they, they consider that kind of a lateral move at quarterback, but then they save a ton of money that they can then invest in a left tackle and some defensive backs. You know, maybe, maybe they see it that way as like, yeah, we're not getting better just at this position. Maybe it's even a bit of a, a step back at the quarterback position, but our team as a whole gets better. So that's a way of justifying, you know, you're making a move like that. Okay, what if Joe Douglas says, no, I don't want a veteran quarterback. I'm going to draft a guy. I want more draft picks to build my roster around my rookie quarterback I'm about to take. Would you offer draft picks for Sam Darnold, and what would those picks be? Or if, let's say, they agreed on that deal and Jimmy Garoppolo says, nah, I don't want to rebuild. Right. I'm going to flex my no-trade clause. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I, I maybe a second or third round pick. Like I, I wouldn't give up that number 12 for Darnold. Yeah, I, just I definitely wouldn't. would not give up number 12. I would have a hard time giving up 44. They're picking the second round by itself, too. I would want But what if they already it. got something back for Garoppolo, right? I mean, if they're going to move on probably from Garoppolo, if they're doing this, right, they're going to need to get something. Yes, for him. that's true. Yeah. What would you get for Jimmy G? Are you getting a second or a third right. and maybe that same pick so it could wor- work out as a wash in, in a similar fashion? Maybe something like a third this year and a conditional pick next year. If Darnold balls out, then, you know, it's worth giving up another day two pick next year if that's the case. Maybe You're something right. like that to not have to give up. Number forty-four. That's kind it's of not a bad idea with that. 
The other name on the market is Carson Wentz, and we have heard that it was maybe an imminent, and I thought maybe Super Bowl Sunday we'd hear, hear about a Carson Wentz trade. Maybe a lot of that is coming out of Philadelphia, and there's not as many suitors as they think. This from Benjamin Albright, who covers the Broncos in the Denver area, but he's well plugged in, and he has some good sources, and he definitely breaks stuff. Uh, he said that the 49ers have talked, as has Indianapolis, and I think the Chicago Bears is a third team that have definitely talked with the Philadelphia Eagles about Carson Wentz. Uh, apparently the Houston Texans have made calls as well. So who knows what kind of shakeup that could entail. If uh, the Texans have their eyes on potentially Carson Wentz, that would mean obviously Watson goes somewhere, Philadelphia or otherwhere, uh, or elsewhere uh, in that sort of a deal. So some teams have talked to him. They're asking for two ones, which is just not going to happen. Oof. <laughs> Uh, which means maybe it ends up being a first, maybe a second plus, or maybe a next year's first. I, Matt Williamson and I came to the conclusion that I think a next year's first would be somewhat right as far as what compensation could be for Carson Wentz. I think he'll get less than what Stafford got just because of his contract and uh, his injury history. But what do you think yeah. about Carson Wentz as a future 49er? What's the last thing you said there? It's like, yeah, I, I like the idea of Wentz. He's shown that he could be the MVP in this league. Like he's he has the talent, he has the skill set, he has the mind. It just he also hasn't been able to stay on the field. He's got some injury history there that would worry me as a 49er fan when you're wanting to move on from a guy because of his injuries. Like you don't want to bring in a guy that that has has missed some significant chunks of time. He missed the Super Bowl. He missed his team winning the Super Bowl because he got hurt. So. And, but then again, that same season, I think he was he was well en route to to maybe winning an MVP. So that's a tough one for me. I, I like what you said there about maybe a, a first next year because you hope it's a really late pick. I, I don't think I'd give up the twelve this year for him because he, he's due a lot of money as well. So that to me, it, it uh, it's tough. That's a really tough one because I like Wentz. I do. I think he's got he's tall, he's strong, he's mobile, he's got everything you're looking for in a quarterback. But oh man. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think I'd give up twelve this year. Maybe maybe a first next year, but then you got to hope somebody wants Garoppolo and you can get something for him back. Or or what are you doing? You're just cutting him and getting nothing for him. Like you can't have both those guys That's on crazy. your roster. Yeah, it's crazy. So many dominoes have to fall because most yeah. teams that are in the quarterback market also have a quarterback. We saw that with Goff and Stafford, and it's the same with the 49ers. If they do want to get a different quarterback, Garoppolo's got to go somewhere, and he has some yeah. trade value. I think his contract's not something that teams would be worried about. They could restructure it if they want. They could cut him after a year if they want. It's not a bad contract for, uh, you know, a, a mid-tier NFL starting quarterback. And you know, But if put, the Niners go out and already get Wentz and then they've got Garoppolo, they're just going to sit around and be like, well, let's just wait till they cut him. Yeah, exactly. And the 49ers, in, in certain circumstances, could be forced to cut him just because they can if they can't find a suitor. I would They would find somebody. They they'll get at least a third round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo, but the way things are going, maybe they can get even more. So, you know, maybe more right. of a second or even a first round pick. Uh, and there was rumors that the Patriots offered a first round pick. And part of the lock and for a uh, report actually on Super Bowl Sunday was about the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll get to that next and take some more questions coming up on this winky Tuesday edition of locked on 49ers. Now is the perfect time to make sure your vehicle is up to the task with inclement weather, whether it be snow or rain, wherever you are, make sure you got the right wiper blades in there. Your tires are on point. Safety for you and your family. Keep your car running smooth and get everything you need at rockauto.com. An amazing selection, easy to navigate website, reliably low prices, 
you don't need to look any further than rockauto.com. Classic cars, your daily driver, everything you need for your car or truck. They're a family-owned business, been around for 20 years, helping you find parts online at rockauto.com. No different price structures for mechanics or do-it-yourselfers. Reliably low prices, right locked on in the box so they know we sent you. Go fix up that old car. Keep your new car running. Go to rockauto.com. All the parts your car or truck could ever need. Uh, yeah, that was, I probably should not have promised I was going to get to so many questions because it right. always happens. It was like, what do we have to talk about? We have nothing to talk about. We'll talk about, uh, we'll just take all listener questions. And then questions. we just go. Nope. nope. Um, I will get to some and, I, and I've got some here, but um, okay. part of the Jason Lock and Four report was that Bill Belichick would love to have Jimmy Garoppolo back and that that would be seem, seemingly a pretty easy thing for the 49ers to do if they did find another quarterback would be to send Jimmy Garoppolo to New England. So that's another interesting wrinkle. I think the Chicago Bears would be another fit, too, if, if, if they don't land, say, Carson Wentz or somebody like that. So uh, then there was Dak Prescott. There was a story that he liked the Washington football team on Instagram and then unliked them a little bit later. And <laughs> on, I think it was, might've been Sunday or sometime this weekend, the Dallas Cowboys put out an official hype video for the 2021 season. And Dak Prescott was not in it. That's I saw the that first player. That's the first thing you put in your hype video is your starting quarterback, Dak Prescott, not in it. So uh, maybe another quarterback on the move there in Dak. This is just a bananas off season. It is. And it's just going to get better and better as we get closer to free agency. A question from Kevin. He says, hey, Brian, Nick, and little Leo, as always, enjoying the show. Hope all is well with you guys and your families. Thank you very much, Kevin. Appreciate that. Quick question. Are the 49ers using Josh Rosen as their good luck Chuck for a franchise quarterback? It's worked for the Cardinals, Dolphins, and Tampa. <laughs> Interesting. I like where you're going with that, Kevin. I had not thought about that. You roster awesome. Josh Rosen not to play him. But a little bit of that right. karma because for some reason, God hates Josh Rosen's football future and wants to bring uh, a really good quarterback to that town. I love it. Kevin, you're on to something here. I like it. That's why they re-signed me to another year. They're like, well, we want to win the Super Bowl next year, so let's bring him back. How about this one? What do you guys think about this trade idea? This is from JW on Twitter. Mike okay. McGlinchey. This is a two-tiered trade. you got to sit down with this one, Nick. Wait. Mike McGlinchey, Jimmy Garoppolo, and... The late third-round pick the 49ers are getting for Robert Sala goes to the New York Jets. In return, the 49ers get the number two pick from the New York Jets. I don't think the Jets would do that. Right. That, that's that's my big problem. I, with would, this trade I would do it in a heartbeat. Part one of that trade is not going to happen, absolutely, if they would offer something like that. Definitely not happening. Uh, the yeah. number two then goes with number 12 that the 49ers have. Next year's first-round pick, a second-round pick to Houston for Deshaun Watson. New York Jets get a get quarterback competition plus a right tackle. So in this scenario, the Jets would keep Sam Darnold. There's some salary problems there as well when you start combining Sam Darnold with Jimmy Garoppolo too, especially next year. So one of those quarterbacks would still have to go at some point. And they get a right tackle. 49ers get a quarterback and keep this year's second. Houston gets picks for days. What do you think about that trade? I think if the 49ers ended up with 2 and 12, I think that would make Watson a lot easier. But the first part, that's just not enough to get number 2 from right. the New York Jets. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I'm just, oh man, everything you're hearing from the Texans is like, we're not trading him. We don't, we, you know, so they're going to have to get blown away. Or like you've said in the past, he's going to have to hold out. And then 
you know, then you're, you're starting to leak into the season. And, and, you know, I just, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't want the 49ers to be like, Oh, now we're going to get Watson, but we've, we've got Jimmy G here. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I just think that the, the, the thoughts of Watson are just more and more feel like they're fading away. They're like getting further and further. I will say this, the Houston Texans, by the way, there was that last report that Houston did check in with Philadelphia about Carson Wentz. So I think maybe right. they're, they're realizing that something might change. But here's the other thing is, what would the Texans say? The Texans kind of have to say that. So yeah, I don't know course. if it'll actually happen that way, if they will play hardball. But they also don't want to lose any trade negotiating power that they would have right now by making it so that they only negotiate with a couple teams because they're going to say, okay, Watson, go find your own trade and, and you decide which two teams and we'll find that. No, they, they want to maximize right. the value and they probably don't want to trade Deshaun Watson, obviously. So that has to be their stance right now. So I don't put too much into that. And also how many times in the past have we heard GMs and coaches talk about their guys not sure. getting traded? And of course they get traded. Odell Beckham was like, that was the most adamant. It's like, we are not, we did not sign Odell Beckham to trade him. It's like, oh, and then the next day he's like, okay, see you later. Just kidding. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you you almost can't listen to those reports. You just have to you have to go by what the teams do, not what they say, and you have to go by your own common sense. And yes, I think they shouldn't cave immediately because they don't have to, but free agency in the draft, especially by the draft, they've got to figure it out. If they don't trade him before draft day, then this could get really ugly with Watson and Houston. But I think he will be gone by then. You think so? You think it's inevitable? If, you don't think I he's mean, going back? If it's the only way they can get maximum value for him because sure. they they lose so much in what they can get in return because then they'd be trading with teams that they don't know what what draft pick what it'll draft be pick they have. yeah right right and they're a year behind in their and they just went rebuild. into a draft where they could have gone after a quarterback and yeah and there's no, good I, quarterbacks I in this draft too you don't know what the yeah. draft class is going to look like next year at quarterback even if they and and here's the other thing is they don't even have to draft a quarterback in this year's draft because maybe they'll earn the number one pick and get a better prospect next year too so um i don't know if getting the number two pick overall is necessarily a deal breaker for the houston texans either so i think a team like say the 49ers at 12 or the Panthers at eight, if they put a good enough package together, I think it should be enough because the Texans might be drafted number one overall next year anyway. And and maybe they get their quarterback then and they can do some other things now. Um, depends on what their evaluations are with the current group of quarterbacks. Do they think one of them is so good that they can't pass up? So they really want to get to number two because they don't even want to be at number three because they're worried that that quarterback would be gone. So there's right. a lot of factors in this when it comes to the Texans and Deshaun Watson. It'll be fascinating to see the way they it all plays out. But if if Deshaun and, Watson has done enough to make them believe that he will sit out and he won't play, then it's much smarter for Houston to trade him before this year's draft than to let this play out if they're still going to trade him, you know, in September. Hand to a flame right now. You got to make a decision. Your best guess, where is Deshaun Watson next year? Miami. Nah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think they have the most. It makes the most sense. Yeah, they have the most to offer. They can give a young yeah. quarterback back. They have a high draft pick. They have extra draft picks. Mm-hmm. You think they send Tua back? They have a team that I'm sure Deshaun Watson would be cool going to because they're already pretty good. Right. Uh, Tua would definitely be one of the picks. Uh, it would probably mm-hmm. still have to be Tua and... First this year. Definitely number three and Tua and then probably two more first round value assets like a star player Xavier Howard is a name I've yeah. heard thrown out there um 
which I don't know. So essentially four first round draft picks. Kind of. Yeah. And, and that's, but that's, see, that's kind of what I've been saying. The 49ers could be offering three first round picks and Javon Kinlaw. Right. That's, you know, you can argue that that's four first round picks. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. All right. right. Yeah. Anyway, I'd be okay with that, by the way. I think that's doable. I think it helps both sides. And I think if a team like Miami says, look, we got the number three pick here we're offering you, and Tua, who we value as a first-round player, and maybe we'll give you one more future first and maybe a second, I would take the 49ers offer over that. Yeah, and if you're the 49ers, you take it too because you 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 know you flip Jimmy G, get another pick there. And so you're getting picks back. You're getting the solid stuff. Yeah, I mean, woo, it's a lot to give up, yeah. but it, know, it, why not? Here's the, the, the way that it really couldn't go well for the 49ers' chances of getting Watson. It's just because the Jets and the Dolphins, who have a really good shot at getting him and are picking second and third, are also in the same division. If they both really want him, that could get insane with the bidding. Yeah, bidding each other up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that'd be smart of the Texans just to play them back against each other. Well, your rival's coming at me with this. Yeah, and then go back to the 49ers and be like, actually, he turned down the trade to both of those teams, so I'm going to see what I get for the 49ers. All right, this is what you got to beat, 49ers. Six first-round picks. (laughs) Uh, Okay, five, no, we're good. Deal. Oh, all right. Well, Nick, I think I've asked you this every week for the last three weeks. Jimmy Garoppolo, what do you like? Played this out. Jimmy Garoppolo still the starting quarterback week one for the 49ers no, next year? He's not. No, no. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, I think you can get something for him. You do it and, uh, and you move on. You either go young and, and bring in a veteran or, or you try to go big and, and bring in someone like, uh, Watson. I mean, that to me, that's, that's the best case scenario, even giving up the future a little bit for it. Uh, cause you have a team that can win now. And you go get that guy. I think it's Jimmy G in a draft pick still. I'm going to stick yeah, with that right. stance that's, until I really feel something's going to. That's leading in the clubhouse right there. Yeah, right. it's. I just see that that's because the 40. It's, it's. How do you feel if you're Jimmy Garoppolo? Because the 49ers keep that's just it too. To all these how you trade bring that talks. guy back? And the 49ers keep. Like, and they're not like jumping every off in season teasing. They're just dipping their toe in. At some point, it's like, yeah. dude, trade Jimmy first, then figure it out. If that's the case, right? You've already made a. You've already made a decision. Right. You know, don't maybe they already have. Don't maybe start they do want to keep Jimmy. It's like don't start dating girls while you still have a girlfriend. You've got to break yeah, up with they, your girlfriend and then go on to Neither dates, one of right? them are into that. <laughs> yeah, neither one of them like that scenario. <laughs> I don't know. I've never done anything like that. I'm starting to think though that Jimmy Garoppolo might have more value than maybe we perceived as maybe all of these quarterbacks sure. are. So if teams are just swapping first round picks left and right, uh, then you know maybe the 49ers could come out looking great on this and get a lot for Jimmy and then utilize that for you know a package for somebody else or just go straight God. with a here's the other thing that even if the 49ers keep Jimmy Garoppolo and draft a first round quarterback now you don't get the salary cap relief of Jimmy's 24 million right and he's obviously a lame duck quarterback because you know you're going with the rookie next year anyway or even at the second half of this year so pull off the band-aid you hear that 49er GM Peacock's got it. Don't don't do that. <laughs> don't go Jimmy and a young quarterback. Imagine, Doesn't make sense. It was crazy enough for a Hall of Famer in Aaron Rodgers last year when they drafted a late right. first round quarterback. That was dumb. That, that they that they knew wasn't going to play. That they said wasn't going to play at all. Right. And, and and maybe it lit a fire. And who knows? Maybe it'll light a fire under Jimmy Genie has an MVP like season because they draft a first round quarterback. Who knows? Maybe that's the psychology of it. But um, I don't know. It's uh, you heard it here first. Jimmy Garoppolo MVP next year. <laughs> Oh, Lord. I don't know what to think. I have no idea, but uh, it's a lot of fun, and I'm sure we'll have to keep talking about it because there's nonstop rumors and 
Um, there's so many reports and so many young GMs around the league are seem like they're pretty cool with with uh, playing musical chairs at quarterback. Yeah. So we'll see where it's going to be a fun playing. off season, man. It's me with my Michael Jackson thriller gift just eating popcorn with a big old smile like that's me right now all off season with this quarterback carousel uh, i love it you got to take a photo of yourself with your new long hair right now and then one of the listeners out there that is uh that is good put with it in. gifts can can make that happen i would love to see perfect it's coming winkler. right up hit me up if you can do that i'll send you a pig nick winkler is michael of Jackson. my face I, I drew head out of the gutter <laughs> all right great stuff nick thanks for joining me as always my pleasure bud thanks everybody for listening thanks for all your questions i'll attack some more questions tomorrow finishing up the 2020 49ers positional grades free agency draft all the latest going on with your san francisco 49ers daily right here locked on 49ers see ya